Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Area on Friday, it could get between one and four inches. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 19, actual temps, DuPont Circle 12, Germantown 19, Annandale, back up to 26 in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 2.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Thursday morning, January 18th. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Coming up, not every school locally is ready to open on time this morning. Icy roads and the cold temps creating challenges. We'll update you with traffic and weather. A late decision to close schools frustrates some Montgomery County parents. I'm Dick Iuliano. We could get more snow on Friday. A Virginia woman is accused of posing as a lawyer and defrauding clients. I'm Scott Gelman. It was a down day across the board on Wall Street. The Dow was off 94, NASDAQ down 89, the S&P down 27 at the close Wednesday midweek. Good morning. Welcome in. 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. American forces have struck in Yemen again, hitting 14 Houthi launch sites that were an imminent threat to commercial and U.S. Navy ships. CBS News military consultant Jeff McCausland. The Pentagon is employing what's called dynamic targeting, putting up surveillance aircraft and perhaps putting up as well attack aircraft that basically then racetrack, fly over the battle space as targets are identified, then they can quickly be directed on that target and hit it. A shipment of medicine for dozens of the hostages being held by Hamas has now reached the Gaza Strip. For every box that arrives for a hostage, there will be a thousand boxes for Palestinians in Gaza. Freezing temperatures over the past few days have reached as far south as Florida, and a new storm is brewing, says the Weather Channel meteorologist Samantha Moore. Another winter storm is going to be making its way across the country once again, and that's going to have some pretty big impacts with snow coming in once we get in to our Thursday and Friday and even into early part of Saturday. And it's going to turn that lake effect machine back on here across the eastern shores of Michigan and Erie and Ontario. American Cancer Society research has found that some cancer cases are rising in people under 50. Here's CBS's Dr. John LaPook. We've seen that younger people are increasingly affected, which is why the guidelines for initial screening for people at average risk has fallen from 50 to 45. Why has it done that? Well, maybe there's something in the environment, something we're eating, our increasing obesity, which is linked to an increased risk for colon cancer. Is it our inactivity? Or is it something in the microbiome, the trillions of bacteria in our gut, and somehow the environment, something we're eating, or antibiotics are changing that? There's new research out that gamers probably won't like. CBS's Michael George tells us about it. New research published in the journal BMJ Public Health finds sound levels reported in studies of more than 50,000 people are often close to or exceed safe limits. There's been a huge explosion at an apartment complex near San Francisco. Here's KCBS radio reporter Matt Bigler. Glass and debris were scattered across the parking lot. One resident was hospitalized in critical condition. Police say this was an illegal drug lab likely producing methamphetamine. Neighbors were shocked. One woman tells me she's relieved no one else was injured, but also angry that a meth lab could be operating right under their noses. An industry group says electric car sales in Europe soared by 37% last year over Overtaking diesel-powered vehicles. And one of the biggest film festivals in the world opens in Park City, Utah today. The now 10-day-long Sundance Film Festival was founded by actor Robert Redford 40 years ago. This is CBS News. 
Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 303. Thursday morning, 18th of January, 2024. Welcome in. We're under a cold alert this overnight early morning. Mostly cloudy as we head through the day. 35 to 40 for the actual high. We're at 20 degrees in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride this Thursday. I love the winter. Our top local story, you would have to. The bitter cold that just won't go away. Plus more snow in the forecast by Friday. Feeling pretty close to zero degrees in some areas this morning locally, and that will last into early Friday morning, according to Veronica. These temps paired with what's left of Monday's storm continue to create icy conditions on some local roads this morning. We'll keep you updated, of course, on your weather alert station with traffic and weather on the 8th, prompting some delays as well, even a closing for this morning. Here's what we know. At WTOP in Virginia, Stafford County Public Schools and Culpeper County Public Schools will open two hours late this Thursday. Rappahannock County Public Schools will be closed today. Anytime we have bad weather, of course, you can get a full list of closings and delays at any time. A click away at WTOP.com. WTOP News Time, 304 Thursday morning. Other news, some Montgomery County parents are highly critical of the school system's last-minute cancellation of classes on Wednesday midweek. This decision reversed an earlier plan that they had heard about to open two hours late, and families say they were caught completely unprepared for child care and other needs. Parent of three, Amy Fenzel, was preparing for the delayed school day when she learned that classes were canceled. People understand, but just doing it so last minute, it was it's hard makes it hard for families. The school system announced around 7.30 a.m. that schools would be closed because of ice on sidewalks and parking lots. County Executive Mark Elrich says the closing call came too late. I don't know how you'd make any arrangements for your kids, for example. They could have been handled better, probably. Parent Amy Fenzel says at least the kids were pleased to have another snow day. The girls were happy, but... It was just hard being it so last minute. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 3.05. Baby, it's cold outside. Indeed it is, and there is no snow, the white stuff, to worry about this Thursday morning. But that could change on Friday. Another winter weather system expected to move through our region. And it could bring a few inches of the white stuff during the early morning hours Friday. Between 3 and 5 a.m., we'll see that snow move into the area, overspread it very quickly. Between 5 a.m. and 3 p.m., it's going to be pretty widespread at that time and coming down pretty good. 3 to 7 p.m., snow will start to taper. Then between 7 p.m. and about midnight, that's when it's going to end. But looking like a quick 1 to 4 inches throughout the area. A lot of locations could at least pick up 2 inches of snowfall on Friday. That was 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson this morning. WTOP at 3.06. To other news this morning, Maryland Democratic Governor Wes Moore has sent in his new budget proposal this week, worth more than, we're told, $63 billion bucks to avoids tax hikes while using a variety of budget-balancing moves to close a deficit. Its goals include boosting public safety, expanding affordable housing, and supporting child care. The search is on for an Arlington woman this morning accused of pretending to be a lawyer and defrauding clients out of thousands. Patricia de Oliveira Souza Leilis Bolin posed as an immigration lawyer and defrauded her clients of about $700,000. An indictment says she pretended to help clients get visas. But in one case, in September 2021, she pocketed a victim's money intended for a Texas real estate project that qualified for a visa program. Instead, the indictment says she used it for her Arlington townhouse and credit card debt. 
She's being charged with wire fraud, unlawful monetary transactions, and aggravated identity theft. Law enforcement officials are still looking for her. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 307 Thursday morning. The bill that would charge drug dealers with felony murder if a user dies has failed in the Virginia Senate's Courts of Justice Committee. The legislation was a priority of Governor Glenn Youngkin and fellow Republicans. Democrats on the committee narrowly defeated the bill this week, Wednesday midweek, many saying that history shows increasing penalties for dealers will not get drugs off the streets in Virginia. Drug-related deaths, particularly from opioids and fentanyl, has remained the top cause of unnatural deaths in the state since 2013. If you're a D.C. water customer, listen up, and you pay your bills online or over the phone, you'll start seeing some changes starting next month. D.C. Water says it's changing the platform it uses to process payments and that it will start charging an almost $2 processing fee for all payments that are made by credit or debit card. E-check payments made from a checking or savings account will still be accepted at no additional charge. D.C. Water says last year it paid card issuers $2.7 million in fees. D.C. Water is also phasing out its mobile app. Customers can access the My D.C. Water portal online. Good Thursday morning, January 18th. Thanks for starting your morning with us. Where the time now is 3.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger. This early hour with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. A couple of work zones continue in Maryland, including in Anne Arundel County on eastbound 176 Dorsey Road, right at 97. The off-ramp is blocked because of emergency utility work that runs just on the southern edge of BWI Thurgood Marshall Airport. Then eastbound 100 in Anne Arundel County, over by Arundel Mills Boulevard, left lane, left shoulder closed. And at the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span remains shut down because of overnight road work. Two-way operations on the westbound span, one lane open either direction. No major delays between the eastern shore and the western shore. There are no reported work zones in Howard County or in Prince George's County. However, in Montgomery County, eastbound 200, the inter-county connector prior to Georgia Avenue, you will find the two left lanes are blocked. You get by in the far right lane, minimal delays. On the Beltway in Maryland, all lanes are clear, not seeing any uh, delays at all. However, in Virginia, you do have a couple of work zones on the ad loop as part of the 495 extension project to be to, uh, right around the Dulles Toll Road. You're going to find intermittent closures of that far right lane as needed on the inner loop. The new traffic pattern is between 123 and the toll road. Otherwise, no major issues on the Beltway in Virginia. The WTOP traffic studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Temperatures are in the teens this morning. Later today, they'll be in the upper 30s. That'll be a 20-degree temperature climb for today and finally above freezing first time since Sunday. We've got mainly clear skies out there right now. We'll turn mostly cloudy later during the afternoon hours. Clouds advancing out ahead of the next weather maker. Expect snow on Friday, developing between 3 and 5 a.m., moving out between 7 and midnight, but most of it will fall through the morning hours and early afternoon with a quick one to four inches. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're back down to 19 at our nation's capital this 3 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, January 18th, 2024. Brought to you this time around by Log Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 310. Where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. 
Mortgage applications jumped another 10% last week, led by recent buyers refinancing. Charles Schwab says customer bank deposits fell 21% in the final quarter of the year with a jump in withdrawals. Virginia Tech's billion-dollar innovation center at Potomac Yard won't open this fall as planned. It blames construction delays. The Dow lost 94 points Wednesday. The S&P 500 index and the Nasdaq lost a half percent. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. And checking the overseas markets this morning, Asian stocks mainly higher, with the exception of the Nikkei down 12 points. The Kospi is up four. The Hang Seng is up 137. The Shanghai is up almost 13. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. We'll turn to the medical page and the latest in the battle against cancer in America. Coming up, it's 311. Good morning. Substance use disorder and addiction is so isolating. And so as a black woman in recovery, hope must be loud. It grows louder when you ask for help and you're vulnerable. It is the thread that lets you know that no matter what happens, you will be okay. When we learn the power of hope, recovery is possible. Find out how at startwithhope.com. Brought to you by the National Council for Mental Wellbeing, Shatterproof, and the Ad Council. Thank the Lord for the night you're with WTOP, Matt Dean Lane. are the most likely Americans to die from lung cancer, and black people develop the disease earlier in life than others. Federal guidelines have nearly doubled the number of black Americans eligible for lung cancer screening. Insurance companies are required to cover these tests for those ages 50 to 80 who smoke or used to smoke. If that's you, talk to a doctor about lung cancer screening. For more information and to find a screening center near you, visit acr.org slash mylcs. That's acr.org slash mylcr. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Traffic takes a turn for the worse. You'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down in Maryland. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. In Hope News this morning, deaths in the U.S. from cancer have declined by 33% over the past three decades. But more and more people are being diagnosed with cancer than ever before. That is among just some of the findings in a new report released by the American Cancer Society. This morning, CBS News medical contributor Dr. Celine Gounder has more on why we're seeing a decline in cancer-related deaths these days. We've seen the cancer death rate in the United States drop by about a third. So that translates to about 4 million or so fewer deaths from cancer. At the same time, we're screening for cancer more aggressively, which is what you might want to do if you're trying to prevent. But that also means you're going to detect some cancers that may just have got under the radar, as well as cancers at an earlier age than you might have otherwise. Now, the report also says colon cancer is now the deadliest for men younger than 50 and the second deadliest cancer for women in that same age group. What's behind this troubling trend? Well, we're not entirely sure. There's some theories that perhaps obesity might be contributing here, something about our food supply, environmental exposures. But we're not entirely sure why we're seeing colon cancer rates increasing among younger people. This is, however, why 
recommendations guidelines have been updated quite recently to say that most people should start colorectal cancer screening by age 45. And if you have a close relative who was diagnosed with colon cancer to start screening even at a younger age than that. Dr. Gounder, we've always heard from medical experts and advocates for people to continue to get their screenings, to get those early detections, and it saves lives. That is still the case here in what this report finds, is it not? That's right. So if you're talking about colon cancer, start screening colonoscopies, generally the standard tests that we use, start at age 45. If you have a family history, you should be starting 10 years before the age of your family member who is diagnosed. If you do have a family history, you probably do want to get some genetic testing done as well to see if there's some reason there's a colon cancer in your family and, and when you might want to start getting screened. But this really needs to be discussed in detail with your primary care provider if possible. That is CBS News medical contributor Dr. Celine Gounder talking with Sean and Ann. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you Thursday morning on WTOP. The U.S. carries out another round of strikes against the Houthis in Yemen. Federal judge here in the States threatened former President Trump this week with expulsion from his Manhattan civil trial. Another winter weather system that's expected to move through our region on Friday morning could bring one to four inches of the white stuff. We'll keep you updated here on WTOP with more in minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. No matter who we are, or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. WTOP at 316. Good morning. What lies beneath? I'm Fred Bottomer with Report on Religion. A battle over an unauthorized tunnel underneath a synagogue in Brooklyn. A clash between police and some congregants in the middle of the afternoon prayer service at Chabad Lubavitch Synagogue. The organization says a group of extremist students broke through a few walls in adjacent properties to get unauthorized access. So when a cement truck was brought in to repair the walls, the men vandalized the sanctuary. CBS News reporter Lisa Rosner in Brooklyn. They don't want to lose the, the work that they did in all the years, so they break the, the main wall. They break the main wall. It's allegedly connecting a now-closed holy bathing area to the building. This is obviously very troubling uh, to, to not just the Lubavitch community, but uh, people, Jews around the world. This is a very significant place. Police sources say of the 12 people taken into custody, seven were released and five will be arraigned in front of a Brooklyn judge for charges including criminal mischief, reckless endangerment, and obstruction of governmental administration. When we see just a small fringe group of people who don't represent our community, they uh, do whatever they want. Vandalism was obviously completely unacceptable. People who support that so-called fringe group say they hope this brings attention to the need to expand the world headquarters. Do you support them? Yeah, sure. Thousands of people have come here the whole year, and there's no room. It's definitely very painful what happens, and how some people are not respecting the sanctity of the site. For now, the sanctuary remains closed. The chairman of Chabad says these actions will be investigated. With Report on Religion, Fred Bottomer, CBS News. WTLP at 318. Good morning. 
traffic and weather on the 8s over to Ken Berger this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Southbound 95 in Virginia, over by 123 south of the Occoquan. Left lane blocked because of road work, and then more road work on southbound 95 is between Quantico and Garrisonville Road, Virginia 610. Uh, right lane, right shoulder blocked. And then the main lanes of 95 approaching exit 133 for U.S. 17 Warrington Road, northwest of Fredericksburg. Left lane, left shoulder closed. Also on Business 17 Warrington Road, uh, this is between 95 and Route 1 north of uh, F- well, Fredericksburg. And that's in Stafford County. This uh, You're going to find that the left lane, right lane are alternating closures between the ramp from 95 to Short Street. North Glebe Road in Arlington uh, between 123 Chain Bridge Road and Military Road. All lanes are blocked both directions, so follow the post detour because of the ongoing road work. On eastbound 66 on the ramp to the Beltway, we had a right lane closure because of road work. That has been cleared. However, on 66, both directions between the Roosevelt Bridge heading out past the Roslyn Tunnel, left lane, left shoulder closed in either direction. And then well outside of the Beltway, eastbound 66, west of US 29 in Gainesville, heading to just east of the Beltway, right shoulder is an alternating mobile closure in either direction. So the travel lanes are open. Just be aware of the activity on the shoulder with lots of flashing lights. Also, Fairfax County Parkway southbound road work along the right side between the ramps to and from 66. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Temperatures are in the lower to mid-teens this early morning. We'll see a high temperature later today of 39 degrees. A little bit of melting could occur, finally above freezing since Sunday. Mostly cloudy skies for your afternoon, so enjoy the sunshine early part of your day on the other side of sunrise here. On Friday, it's going to be overcast and snowy. Here we go again. Snow develops early morning hours and continues through the day. Could get a quick one to four inches of snowfall around the area with slick conditions expected throughout the day. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Checking the airports this 3 a.m. hour 23. Actual temps. Reagan National 16. BWI Marshall 17. Dulles. We're back up to 24 like a heat wave at our nation's capital. <laughs> and coming right up on WTLP this afternoon. More than a dozen convenience stores have been robbed this week and police believe they're all connected. I'm John Doman. It's 321. Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters, especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. Our latest check of traffic and weather on WTOP brought to you this morning by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted, same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD. Sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. 
is WTOP News. We turn now to an update Thursday morning here at WTOP on the investigation in southeast D.C. where police say a toddler has died. Police tell us the child is a young girl who was younger than five, actually, found inside a home on Barnaby Terrace around 9.30 on Wednesday morning. Police say this morning foul play is not suspected here. A string of robberies at convenience stores locally around the region earlier this week was repeated again early Wednesday morning this week. At least six more stores were robbed in the early morning hours. WTOP's John Doman tells us the main target is the ATM. In the least, there are a lot of similarities involved in what's now more than a dozen robberies around the DMV just this week. Hyattsville police are among those investigating after a 7-Eleven on Hamilton Street was hit early this morning. Police Chief Jared Towers. This 7-Eleven happened to have been hit or robbed back on January 8th at about 2.30 in the morning, so the ATM machine was damaged and hasn't been replaced yet. Stores in D.C. and Virginia have also been hit. Most of the time, thieves are using the same tools firefighters use to get people out of wrecked automobiles to pry open the ATMs and take the cash. And most of the stores hit are 7-Elevens. So county police say they're putting increased focus on those stores now. John Dome in WTOP News. An 18-year-old student shot and killed last year after his high school graduation in Richmond, Virginia had been kept home for months, apparently, because of fears for his safety. But he was still allowed, apparently, to attend commencement ceremonies, according to a report out this morning. The report prepared by a law firm at the request of Richmond Public Schools found the decision to allow Sean Jackson to attend commencement for Huguenot High School occurred despite regulations barring homebound students from actually participating in graduation ceremonies. Jackson and his stepfather, Lorenzo Smith, 36, were shot and killed last summer, June of last year. At the conclusion of the graduation ceremonies that day outside Richmond's Altria Theater, located on the outskirts of Virginia Commonwealth University, VCU, five other people were wounded by gunfire and at least 12 more suffered other injuries and were treated for anxiety due to the mayhem. Amari Pollard, 19 years old, who graduated alongside Jackson, is jailed awaiting trial this morning on murder charges for Jackson's death. A severe drought that began last year has forced authorities to slash ship crossings in the Panama Canal. One of the most severe droughts to ever hit Panama has stirred chaos in the 50-mile maritime route, causing a traffic jam of boats, casting doubts on the canal's reliability for international shipping and raising concerns about its effect on global trade. The cuts to traffic in one of the world's most important trade routes could cause an even greater economic blow than previously expected, causing a loss of between $500 and $700 million in 2024. Canal authorities say Panama urgently needs to seek new water sources for both the canal's operations and human consumption. The same lakes that fill the canal also provide water for more than 50% of the country of more than 4 million people. I'm Lisa Dwyer. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP at 325 and Mr. Rob Woodfork this early Thursday morning. Maryland started strong against the 18th ranked team in women's basketball, but faded late in an 84-76 home loss to Ohio State. Coach Brenda Freeze. Just their will to win was a little bit greater there at, at the end. Their will to go go get it. And, you know, when, when you're playing a lot of zone, you, you've got to be able to go find someone to go, to go box out. The Maryland men lost a back-and-forth game at Northwestern, 72-69 to end a two-game win streak. Jameer Young scored a game-high 34 points but missed the potential game-winner in the final seconds. Virginia snapped a two-game slide with a 65-57 victory over rival Virginia Tech, and Navy came back to beat Lehigh 71-69. That's their fourth win in their last six. And 